0: It's fish. More what? people have fish. Really? Yeah,
1: in their households than they do. I or only know one person who has fish, and they have children also. I mean, not <laughs> that it's like, so they don't care. They'll just bring anything into the house. No, I mean, that's the only That's something I associate with, like, drug dealers and children are fish tanks.
0: I know, right? When, yeah. You know? <laughs>
1: Welcome to Hey, You Know It. My name is Jaquetta
0: Satmar, and I'm here with my co-host, Katie Kazmier. Hey, You Know It is a podcast that tells you how it is or how it should be.
1: You can listen to Hey, You Know It on iTunes, a new episode every Monday. And here they are, Jaquetta and Katie. Um, I'm bringing Bateman back.
0: You are bringing Bateman back. Yes,
1: we used to do a segment. We, the last time we did it, I think, it was in 2014 or maybe 2015, The Week in Jason Bateman. Oh, my God. Where we God. report on one Jason Bateman actor extraordinaire. And the reason why I'm bringing this segment back is because last week, um, I was a guest on the black guy who tips which is the podcast that helped us kind of get our stuff together back in the day right Rod right. and Karen the God the godparents the Godmother and Godfather of podcasting
0: they really and, are they are they are something else we love yeah. the, we love their show and they apparently love our show too they
1: they gave us some you know they said some really nice things and then they asked like uh you know what's going on with Jason Bateman apparently that was one of their favorite Segments. Uh, so we're dedicating this to the Black Guy Who Tips? Yeah, this is the Black Guy Who Tips uh, dedication. I'm bringing Bateman back. Oh right? my some God, people holy. bring sexy back. I'm bringing Bateman back. Okay. So apparently, um, Jason Bateman's show Ozark yes. is off the charts. Um, I haven't seen it, but apparently it's about a couple that have to launder some drug money. And they're trying to do so in the Ozarks. And it's so much money that they're having a hard time laundering it.
0: Really? Um, okay. Yeah,
1: which, which I think it's interesting because, you know, it would be like if you, you go to a small town and you have millions and millions of dollars that you want to launder, and then you probably get there and you realize, like, there's, like, a couple of businesses here.
0: What am mm. I going to do? Yeah, like, you are like, I do how this? do I do this?
1: So I think Ozark is based uh, around that. It's been on for three seasons, and they say it's well-written, well-acted. And Jason Bateman, I think, has a, a producing role in this.
0: Oh um, okay.
1: apparently the show has a really high death toll. So people like you know, like breaking bad, like these kind of shows, a lot of people bite it. I'm not gonna get into any of the spoilers because I haven't seen it myself. But it says that unlike some of the other productions, the cast of Ozark gets to know that their character's gonna die before they die. And a lot of shows it's a secret. They don't tell the actor. Right. Um but Bateman said, we're doing it differently. He said, no actor likes to read a script and sneak up on the fact that their character just got killed.
0: So Everyone
1: the, is told up front.
0: Up front being how, how far in advance is up front? At the beginning of the season. Oh, no kidding.
1: Okay. So You're going to be way, off in
0: episode eight. Not yeah.
1: Good. So that way the, the, the actors know where things are going and they can adjust the way they approach their character differently.
0: Uh, yeah, you know, it makes sense because if you're making a movie or you're putting on a play, you know the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You should you know have how to. Yeah. yeah, you
1: know how to, to translate it a little bit better. So Bateman's choice to keep Ozark's cast in the know uh, is a careful one. He, in doing so, he allows each actor time to grieve the loss of the role and then hone in on the specifics leading up to the character's death. So apparently there's one character who suffers from a bipolar disorder Mm -hmm. and stops taking medication. He experiences calm and then frantic outbursts. And then, um, you know, things happen. I think that character ends up not making it, but it allows the actor to do different things with the character. Mm. So that it makes, I guess, more sense to make the character more lovable and cared for. So from what I understand, the issue of this character is not so much that he's suffering from mental health issues, but he's kind of not a so nice of a person. Okay. And so if you know the character, if you see the character's entire trajectory as the actor, it probably makes it a lot easier for you to make the character less cardboard. Hmm. Um. And apparently, yeah. though, everybody gets killed off, so it shouldn't really be like a it shock shouldn't be for the a characters.
0: big big surprise or anything. Yeah. But this is the genius of Bateman. This is a this is what, how Bateman works. This is a, this is a, a guy who has been in show business his entire life mm-hmm. and understands it. And ins- instead of getting jaded, he has he ha- he's a survivor. He has, he's advocating for the actor though. Yeah. So Cuz you know, a
1: lot of directors don't want the you know, they want it to
0: be like surprise. Right. Cuz you know what you it's know. like? It's almost like I, and, you know, I have to give him a pat on the back for that because I kind of like it. You know, when you're know. an employee, you think of employee rights and all of that. But if you own your own business and suddenly your employees are acting like fools, mm-hmm. you know, you start going, oh, I understand why corporations act like this. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And you start changing your, your mindset. But he still hangs on to the actor mentality. And what about the idea, though, that like
1: as an actor, maybe you were planning on doing something. Mm. Making or some, you know, you were making some subtle changes with the way you portrayed that character, thinking you got, you know, two, three seasons. Then come to find out, you're not going to make it through, you
0: know. Yeah, and you can, and as the person, you can also plan your life and start yeah. taking other jobs. So I kind, I kind of like what he's doing with that, and that's that's why you know
1: Bateman sustains. That's why he is where he is. Yes, you know? we well, stopped talking about him, but in the interim, he is really you know, gotten it together and is, is back on top. I can't, we stopped talking about him cause he wasn't doing that much.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> and yeah, or he was doing the same stuff. I think it was because he yeah. was rolling out everything like a year in advance. And it was, mm-hmm. that's all the news. That's and all now he's
1: doing uh, this drama, the uh, Ozark, which is streaming on Netflix, I believe. And I actually might check it out. I like I like a show to be close to completed before I start watching, okay. especially now. Cause everything's a binge binge watch anyway. Yeah. I don't like to wait for the next season. I like everything to be out there.
0: Right. Yeah. You want to, um, so you could go at your own pace. You're not waiting. For, you don't wait for them. Yes. I don't like, I'm
1: telling people I'm right now I'm on the last season of breaking bad. Yes.
0: <laughs> so that's the week in
1: Bateman, Jason geez. Bateman back on top.
0: Well, you know, with everybody at home so much, you're spending, uh, people are spending more time with their pets.
1: Yes. And pets are, you know, the work that they're doing right now is significant. yeah Especially it's... cats who are probably like, get out of here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There was somebody saying something like the dogs are like, oh, we should extend the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, Keep everybody safe. And cats are like, you know, don't you have an office to go to? <laughs> yeah. Cats are looking at you like,
1: you know, your soft parts. Yeah. <laughs> Quite edible. Yeah. These days.
0: Yeah. Don't let cats fool you. They are, they are cats.
1: They're cats. They're, they're from the jungle. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't befriend us. Right. It's not like the dog story. I think cats are still like, I don't know how this happened to us. We were huge in the jungle. (laughs) We were running the whole show. And now look at us. And now look at us stuck inside, scratching at cardboard, (laughs) eating
0: mice, mice. When I was in the jungle.
1: Yes when I was in the
0: jungle <laughs> I had my pick of what yeah. I wanted for dinner yeah. just a mouse Anyway but we're all home worn we're with our pets and um you know there has there's a relationship between pets and humans and and when we examine that it looks into how our societies have evolved mm-hmm. <clears throat> And so um you know the word pet it comes from the middle English word petty meaning small Oh I didn't know that Yeah Oh, I like that. And it was actually first given to humans, often in regards to a spoiled, whiny child. Okay.
1: Cats. But, I see cats coming to the view on this one.
0: Yeah. So then they started, only later it transitioned to animals. So you would just say my pet. So is it like
1: my like petite kind of thing?
0: Yeah. Small. Or small? Petty. Huh. But it was a more of a negative thing, because you would say that about children who were who were whiny uh, and irritating. Or in that time, just children, they would say. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, the, and then it when animals started becoming domesticated when people started having them on the farms or in the house mm-hmm. as work animals, then they became um it became more common to have one that didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> How do you mean? My shih tzu
1: was very good on a farm.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it was a sign of an a sign of wealth if you owned a pet. That means if you had a pet that didn't do anything, didn't pull its own weight around the the homestead. Mm-hmm. And then you you were looked at as wealthy. It was a status symbol, yeah. Because you have an extra mouth to feed, yeah, and that mouth
1: isn't isn't providing anything to you, yeah, <laughs> whatsoever. I, I mean, I did some research on because I have a Shih Tzu. The re, the uh, background of the Shih Tzu is they were developed um, and kept by royalty only, and because they generate a lot of heat, the princesses and queens and you know people in the court they would have them make garments so that the dogs could be in the sleeves to keep them warm. So you would have a couple of Shih Tzus about your person. (laughs) Like in the fold, seriously, in the folds of your garments. Is that You'd walk around that way or just when you were sitting? When you you sit down and they were, that's what they were supposed to do. Like that was the job. Wow. And so it got to the point when they, when the royalty started to, you know, was disfavored and started to die out, the Shih Tzus almost went with them. Because no no regular person would have this dog that whose sole job was to warm a foot,
0: right, right, you right. Know? And you just had to feed that. That was like mm-hmm. no, yep. Um, you know, archaeologists discovered a grave dug in t- ten thousand BC where the inhabitant was buried along with a puppy, and that is the earliest um, evidence of a relationship between humans and dogs.
1: I feel like that puppy, the, the wife of the deceased probably threw that dog in there. And was like, get get
0: him too. Yeah, right. That that was not just a, a grave, no. A <clears throat> post mortem kind of grave. Yeah, there was some foul play afoot. <laughs> there was foul play for sure. Yeah, um, you know, ancient Egyptian paintings. Of course, we all know they featured cats and and cats chasing mice. Yeah, um, cats
1: would say that you know their portraits also featured humans. <laughs>
0: Important humans, supposedly.
1: Humans, yeah.
0: nonetheless. And nowadays, you'd think that dogs were the most, were, are the most, like the most popular pet to have.
1: I think it's cats. I feel like a lot more people have cats,
0: and they seem to have more of them. It's fish. Pe- more what? people have fish. Really? Yeah, in their households than they do.
1: I only front- know either. one person who has fish, and they have children also. I mean, not that, that, it's like, so they don't care. They'll just bring anything into the house. No, I mean, that's the only, that's something I associate with like drug dealers and children are fish tanks. I know, right? right yeah. You know? I guess that's, it's eat, they're easier to take care of. Are they? And I mean, I some of those fish tanks, like you're thinking like goldfish and basic stuff, but you, have you ever been to someone's house and they have like an aquarium.
0: Yeah. That's like drug dealers though.
1: Yeah. That's why is um, it?
0: Why do they have all the, the exotic fish? I have no idea. And I, I thought it was
1: a, um, just a television trope until I got into my twenties and not to give too much away about myself, but yeah, you know, I saw some action and I, saw, <laughs> and I was in lots of different kinds of people's houses. And I did notice that whether it was urban, rural, suburban fish tank, For a shady character and a big one too. Yeah. I don't know why. Is it, um, maybe it speaks to other people in their profession, you know?
0: Yeah. That's what they gravitate to. Then I'm wondering if they're hiding money in the gravel. In the fish tank.
1: I feel like that's the first place the cops would look.
0: Yeah. Well, first place
1: I would look. That's that's where we go. Yeah. When, hey, you know, it shakes down a drug dealer's place for loot. you yeah. go right to the fish tank.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and millennials own more pets than Gen X or baby boomers.
1: Yeah, because supposedly they're very nervous all the time. Oh. Oh, yeah, they have a lot
0: of anxiety. It's, yeah. Isn't it so interesting? Like... I mean, Back we all in the do. day, when we were, no, but when we were younger, say like in our 20s, we mm-hmm. never talked about our anxiety. We're just like, I'm fine.
1: I talked about it to a therapist, but I told everybody else I was fine.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, no, millennials now, they're just like, I have an, they're at work. I have anxiety issues. I'm like, I was like, of course you do. Things are
1: going to shit. Mm-hmm. You know, did you get that thing I sent you? What? Yeah. <laughs> Have you finished that that presentation? Yeah. I'm anxious, too, that you get the presentation done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. About 85% of Americans had pets growing up. Okay. Did you have pets growing up? Not, well, yeah, like, but the kinds that are caged, like we had mice and gerbils. And Did uh, you have a rabbit or anything like that? Had I always a thought rabbit. that was a cool pet. Yeah. I had a rabbit and um, discovered early on that the ears were not handles.
1: <laughs> did the rabbit let you know that yes
0: <laughs> Quite and, quickly. and rabbits do scream it's a high-pitched
1: scream it's fascinating yeah. like, that Whoa. i have heard that they scream it's bizarre like the yeah. first time i heard a rabbit scream i ran
0: yeah it's it's freaky but i, I was I like don't... screw
1: this <laughs> like what which, why did it scream um i can't remember what it what the situation was i just remember as a child like maybe someone mishandled it okay and I just remember that it screamed, and I booked it out of there.
0: Yeah, I picked it up by the ears, and it screamed, and I was like, oh, well, I'll never do that again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I had growing up a, a dog for a little while, um, and then I had some fish, and that was it, because I traveled around so much, and I went to boarding school, and you know, you're not allowed to have pets there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I didn't have any pets later until I got in my own apartment, and then I had a cat. Mm. And now, dogs because you, you need a you need stability, I always thought to have a pet, so there are people who i 've known, and they 've always annoyed the shit out of me they 're constantly moving, and they have like a bunch of animals i 'm like you can 't do that it 's not fair to the animals you yeah. know like and you 're not I feel like you need to be stable when you have a pet
0: right, I agree, and you have to have a temperature controlled place I, I believe when you have yeah a pet. you
1: have to make it comfortable for them, you are responsible. For, you know, for them 24 hours a day. So you have to have a place that's that works for them.
0: Mm. Yeah, I know. And it, like you can't have a thing where you're, what happens if the temperature isn't regulated in your apartment while you're gone? I mean, yeah. they can die. You, can't, you have to yeah. be careful. Um, when you play with a pet, it increases serotonin and dopamine hormones in the brain and to make you happy and relaxed. Yeah, and that even you- works for me. And even for people that don't like animals like me, not, I, I, not that I don't like animals, I'm afraid of most of them. Um, but if I were to play, say, with your dog, I would be mm-hmm. feel relaxed.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, there's something weird about I've had two dogs and both of them. The first one actually was they said it could be a therapy dog. The moment people encountered that dog, they were relaxed. It was weird.
0: Yeah. yeah. And they say help, pets help humans feel needed and included and Mm-hmm. thereby increasing mental health levels.
1: Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I get those. I mean, when people ask, why do I have a dog? And it's like, because it's an, it's just enjoyable. Yeah. I'm I'm never, um, I'm not worried about my, you know, something happening to my dog. She's in a comfortable place. I come home, she hangs out and she's very low maintenance.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You have a very a sweet, dog, a very chill dog.
1: Yeah. It de- I think it depends on the, I mean, she grew up in a chill environment. Yeah. And, you know, we don't have any children here. It's quite quiet. And there's a lot of... It's a small apartment, but there's space for her. So if she wants to be in a room by herself, she can be.
0: Yeah, and she's treated well. So where are Yeah. We- Although I did
1: find she has, like, pillows on the floor for her to sleep on. I washed one a couple of weeks ago, which meant that it wasn't where it was supposed to be. And she was freaking out. Oh. Even though there were tons of other places for her to be, she was felt really like she was pissed off. And then when I returned it, I noticed that her demeanor, she was less of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> you know, like I, I would not seen that side of her, but I was like, all right, I got it. Yeah.
0: I will no do something different next time.
1: Yeah. All right. What do you have? Um. So I have here some COVID dumbness. I just had to, you know, people are acting up. We're still under quarantine here in New York. And, For the most part, where I am, and I think where you are too, people are behaving. Yeah, pretty much. um, If only because they're scared. Yeah. Right? It doesn't really matter. Um, However, in Texas, apparently over 100 people were arrested and two people shot at an annual Go Topless Jeep weekend beach celebration. What? So I saw the video of the, not the video, but the the photos of this. It's um, Go Topless weekend. Go, go Tabla's Jeep weekend. Hundreds of people pack into a beach. They get in their pickup, pickup trucks. And they're driving around for a day of drinking and partying. Let me say that again. They get into their pickup trucks mm. and drive around the beach. Not on the road, on the beach. Okay. People are packed into the back of these trucks, all up on top of each other. Not a mask to be seen. Oh, God. It's like... Uh, I and they under- arrested 200 people. What a waste of like of time and money and resources
0: I get I mean like I understand that masks are uncomfortable but we're not there's still a pandemic going on
1: there's still a pandemic going on but two 189 people arrested Mm. for misdemeanors including drunk driving and Mm -hmm. traffic citations they said a group of men started fighting this is my favorite part of the article a group of men started fighting and then it transferred over to females fighting (laughs) (laughs) Like, like I just imagine, like, you know, when you see a cartoon where there's just like a ball of fighting and there's like legs and arms sticking out and the ball rolls a little bit further and gobbles
0: up a couple of women. Kind of like the blob and then there's things sticking out of it. Or like when you have a slime ball and all the things get caught in it.
1: And then someone decided to shoot into the ball of fighting. Two people were shot. Oh, my God. No one was critically injured, you know. But it's like, Ugh. this is something that happens every year. The weekend, but last year, at the same time, 129 people were arrested, six hospitalized. Well,
0: what, and <laughs> what is it that they're doing this? Is it because, like, is there, is it, they're not bright, or is there a level of denial that they can't take it anymore? So they're just like, we've decided that it's okay now. I,
1: I have no idea. Um, the police weren't handing out citations for people not wearing masks and not social distancing, because, you know, what are they going to do? There's 70 cops there on this beach to, to deal with a couple of hundred people. And they did, I mean, to answer your question, um, a woman, here it is, Joey Roy, who visited Crystal Beach over the weekend with his girlfriend, Aloha Flake, said, we take precautions. And of course we're safe, but at the same time, we got to live. This is our right. This is why we live here. This is why America is great. No, it's not your right. <laughs> it's, Those are not. <laughs> that's not a right. <laughs> this is why we live here. You live here because you were born here.
0: Yeah, you didn't fucking move here, Joey Roy.
1: Do you, you, you know what I mean? This is not why we it's live here. The reality
0: of what's going on, and be like, I'm exempt because I have rights. Yeah. This it, is something that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: In Texas, there are 48,000 cases of COVID, 1,300 fatalities, and I might add probably more coming down the pipeline. Um, One guy said, I don't think I would ever want to come down here again during a Jeep weekend where it's uncontrolled and crazy. I got a five-year-old and a wife here. Why did you bring them there? Yeah. The pictures show people it's, it's, okay, it's Texas, right? I don't know that much about Texas, but I know Texas is its own thing, and that's fine. It's it was a multiracial group of people, blacks, Latinos, Asians, white people, or at least people that look like that, right? Because I don't really know what people's ethnicity is. Yeah. Confederate flags, American flags, Texas flags, and then something I've never seen before. It's a flag that's half Mexico, half America. Oh, so it's like a border <laughs> flag. But it's like it's 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 one flag, but it's like diagonal. Oh. Well, um, so it's a multicultural event of foolishness. <laughs> and the only thing I can think of is that it's everyone there was Texan.
0: Well, you know, this uh, that's that. What
1: in the Sam Hill? The, I don't feel American sometimes. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I read stuff and I'm like, I don't uh, do. I, do I fit into this country at all? This makes no sense to
0: me. It makes sense to them. It's the kind of like it's an ideal. It's like they're acting out what they think they should. America should be like, I feel I feel I, I need to have my guns and ride on the sand and get drunk and take off my shirt. And that's yeah, why did somebody bring a gun to this thing? No, it's like, no, you just like doing that. That's not yes. necessarily American. No, that's not like the that American way. No, the
1: American way is definitely it's, it's not, I mean, because it could be,
0: but when people think America, you know what, maybe that's what they do think. Well, maybe that should be the flag then. It'll be like a topless person with a gun. <laughs> yes, I've always said
1: drunk. that. Drunk. A,
0: a gun on a stick is a good
1: American flag. Yeah, right. You wave that, everybody knows USA. Yeah,
0: yeah, there you go. That's it's but I mean, not the
1: American flag. <laughs> and you, you just see all of these people and, you know, I'm not a body fascist, but it's like, come on, ladies. <laughs> like, try to get something that's flattering. Oh, no. <laughs> There's a there was a lot of interesting bikinis and also just people looking just rode hard and put away wet because it's hot out there oh, right yeah they're they're drunk they're in the back five six seven people in the back of a jeep in the back of a tr- pickup truck it was not like
0: it didn't look like fun how is it fun I was just thinking about that How is especially that fun? especially because
1: t- I have never been anywhere in my life where two hundred people have been arrested no. And again, I'm not a huge, like, you know, law and order type, but I feel bad for those police that have to waste their time going down to, you know, arrest all these people mm-hmm. when I'm sure there's something else they could be doing. Right. In the community. Oh, yeah,
0: exactly. Everyone has better
1: things to do. That's why. I- that arrest, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> drunk, flag waving, I- gun toting, bikini clad. people with DUIs
0: I I feel like when you get these kind when you deliberately act the fool and you waste taxpayer money with this kind of stuff then you have to there should be another tax where you have to like pay like I don't know the people in the next state (laughs) well yeah I mean it's kind
1: of like when you you know people on Everest they go and they get stuck up there there's all, you know, you have, you have to pay, there's insurance for that. Yeah. Or you have to pay for them to come and get you. Yeah. Because it's some shit you weren't supposed to be doing in the first place. And you can't ask the, the country of Nepal to pick that up for you. Right, right. So just, just to piggyback on this, Greg sent me this one. Uh, also under COVID dumbness in Cheyenne, Wyoming, they opened up these strip clubs again. Then one of the clubs had a masks on, clothes off party. Ma- what mask on clothes off so the dancers are wearing you know stripper outfits mm-hmm. right the normal stuff but they're all wearing masks some are wearing bandanas some are wearing surgical masks it says one looks as if they just swiped it from a construction site otherwise they're wearing g-strings bikinis and lingerie um, and they talked to one of the strip club one of the strippers of the club and her name was Boston that's what she goes as okay and I think that's funny because I feel like here on the East Coast, they would probably go by something like Dallas right, or right. Cheyenne. But Boston, and that sounds sort of sexy to me. Yeah, that's
0: not bad. Boston, the stripper. In Boston. Boston. Think it's, oh, wow. Well, what do you think about that? I mean, like...
1: I, look, they haven't had a lot of cases there. Um this is an area where there are a lot of man camps. Mm -hmm. So I guess you can, and and these strippers are like, they're desperate. Unfortunately, the, um, the PPP, Mm -hmm. the paycheck protection program that is in place for small businesses. And I find this is what I'm outraged about. It specifically bars, adult oriented businesses and performers. So strippers, um, you know, can't apply for this. Strip clubs Uh, can't apply for this. This is ridiculous. They're businesses. Yeah, exactly. They're performers. They're entertainers. They pay taxes. They pay taxes. Yeah, Yeah, they they pay pay pay. a lot of taxes. And they're providing in, you know, a public service. And especially in a place like Wyoming where there's tons of man camps. Mm -hmm. You know, there's people doing all kinds of construction work. There's, There's a lot of men and not so many women.
0: Yeah, they're it's providing a, a service thing. like this is kind of like uh off-gassing these mm-hmm. guys in a way. Helping I mean, these
1: guys to relax, you know,
0: take after their mind been off out in the everything. field, yeah.
1: And and probably yeah, de-stress but also like kind of uh you know, to kind of get some of the aggression out. Yeah. For the day, and they're not allowing them to get the PPP, which is ridiculous. Um <sighs> That's
0: Yeah, it's terrible. so so
1: weird. Like who has time for that? Right, they're trying to get this money out the door, but then there's some stuck-up, you know, person who's like, "Wow, we want to make sure strippers don't get this money. Why? Because they're, please tell me, Senator, that you work harder than a stripper." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> really? <laughs>
0: like, is that your on. money? Guess what? You know, uh, yes, Senator, your money is going to go to them anyway. So, <laughs> yes, it's going to get there anyway.
1: So, I, yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to Boston right. at the uh, the Den in Cheyenne, Wyoming. As I stand with you, I dance with you. Yeah, (laughs) we dance with you in solidarity. We dance with you in solidarity. They deserve that money. Yes, it's a job that I could never do, and not because I have a moral, you know, issue with it, but it's like four hours of dancing.
0: Yeah, and you have to, and you're on. You have to act a certain way. God. Yeah. No, I couldn't do it either. If I had, yeah, again, morally, or you know, that's not the the case. No, it's just too
1: hard. It's It's too hard. I don't think I could, uh, could dance for an hour and <laughs> right. even just like slow jams, just like regular, you know, okay. like without stopping you. We've been, we've gone dancing together after a couple of songs. I had to sit down somewhere. God, Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> really? I do. I'm not, I don't have a lot of longevity. Yeah. Like I, I would be sweating. One, one Rob bass song and we're out.
0: Yeah.
1: That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all so, you get guys. Yeah. Boston. We stand with you. All yeah. right. What do you have?
0: Okay, I, I, this this article uh, I got it from CNN, and okay. it's just trusted news source, is it? Yeah, it's it's time for dads like me to step up. And I thought, oh, what? Oh, geez, working from home could shake up the parenting dynamic. Ha <laughs> ha. so this so, is the thing: it was man, like, man forced to parent. Yeah, exactly. This is own what children. it is. Own children man it,
1: forced to parent. Own he children. is,
0: you know, writing this article. Um, he's a journalist and a historian. And now he's like, I, I'm at home with my child and I'm okay. trying to work. So he's Ooh. had
1: his face on a book, his entire children's lives. And now he realizes like, wow, yeah, that's in the cradle.
0: <laughs> yeah. He said he was doing okay with the lockdown until schools officially closed for the academic year. Um, you know, his wife and he, they were both working from home and now they have their full-time jobs and their, their kids. Mm. Um, and but then, when he found out that the school was going to be closed for the rest of the year, he was wrecked. He ripped his hairpiece off and <laughs> threw it into the fire. <laughs> he said he knew it was coming, but you know it, it, it just he didn't really he kind of was in denial about it, and then he started really panicking and was like, he was
1: in denial that he would have to face. <laughs> His own. Ch- I. I don't have children. I never wanted any. I'm glad I don't have them. I don't understand why people have these things.
0: Sometimes the way they talk about it. Yeah. And he's like, he's like. Then he started dreading when he like the possibility of the realities of the coming weeks. Like. And he thinks his kids don't see
1: that. You think they're happy about that shit either? Their dad's a historian. <laughs> you think they're all thrilled? Like little Tommy and little Rebecca are like, we can't wait to spend time talking about the Prussian War.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You know, and he was but he's like, What about summer without camp? Oh what if they can't go back in the fall? And I'm just oh my like goodness. Oh please. And wow. they're like the, you know, the one son is watching videos and playing with the collection of toys and he's being loud and the other daughter is in the her room likely lost in a YouTube video. He's not checking on her.
1: Okay, so these parents should be happy because when we were kids, we would have been up in our parents' faces until they either smacked us or yelled us away. Yeah. Because we didn't have as many. Like, the screen thing is saving people's asses. They don't realize it. Yeah, yeah. That thing when the kids are like, you're that age when you keep asking your parents like, why, why, why? Now parents just say Google it. Yeah. And they see their kids next week.
0: Yeah, um, so... He, you know, he he said that he was trying to get his... He, he had to focus on his breathing, trying to get his head around uh, what to do in the future. He and, started
1: hyperventilating at the thought
0: of spending time with his I know, child. I know. <laughs> and then he said, as the pandemic intensifies, it's increasingly clear that the economic consequences is already being visited more heavily on women across all sectors of the economy. Um, everyone's crisis is their own. Everyone has a different thing going on. Um, and some have more resources than others, but... Uh, You know, it's like, as they got closer to Mother's Day, it was like, oh, you know, who is shouldering the burden of doing a lot of this, of the childcare and, wow. uh, or the res- shouldering the responsibility, the housework, all of that. And he's like, maybe it's time for men like me to really look at who's doing this. And maybe we should do just a little bit more. Really? <laughs> really,
1: sir? Historian? A historian is just caught on to this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny to me because I'm not, I don't teach young children anymore, but I hear all these people saying like, how do teachers do it? And I say with condoms, that's how, because yeah. we see the result. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> that's how we do it.
0: He said that his supervisor told him that um, caregiving is the appro- is an appropriate use of an additional 80 hours of paid leave made, made av- available to them. Um, mm-hmm. But he's like, it's impossible. How can I use, he's like, I'm using 16 hours a week of my paid leave uh, to have afternoons it. to fo- focus on children in the household. Wow.
1: <laughs> Pass.
0: Can Pass. I-, I just laugh at the, like, are you kidding? This guy is like, he can't manage
1: Presumably this is someone who is around our age or a little bit younger. Yeah. So there's really no excuse for not knowing about the unpaid work that happens in the home that is considered, you know, that women do. Mm-hmm. Whether you have kids or not, yeah. if you've lived with a woman, if you had your mother or grandmother or sister or a female cousin or someone around the house, then you know <laughs> what kind of stuff they do and what you don't do. Yeah. Um. I did, I grew up with a single mom. So there was never a temptation for me to, you know, think about what is woman's work and what isn't woman's work. It's just like, this is what we're doing to keep our household going. Yeah. But I, I definitely knew when I went over to my friend's houses that their dads were lazy pieces of shit. Yeah. Who were not, because I was like, they're not, you know, it's it's almost like he's not here.
0: Ooh. You know, it's true. It's true. It's like, and this guy is suggesting, he's like, at our best, we communicate well about who's doing what and try to be flexible about our needs and circumstances. And we aim for equality rather than, than sameness. Like, Mm -hmm. he's like, oh, well, I, I like to fold laundry and she likes to dust the mantle, you know? No, that's not how it works. It's not how it works. Here's the jobs. Get it done. Get it done. (laughs) Like,
1: I, it's not like I like. To do this? I You know, I like to vacuum. Anyone who says that is lying.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> know. You know Sorry.
1: what I mean? It's like, I, I have, um, you know, I've had people like house cleaners from time to time. And it's funny because when I was doing a little <laughs> reading on this, tons of women were saying that before they got married, even when they were single, which is not unusual in New York, New Jersey, that they had a housekeeper come in yeah. once a week or once every other week. And then when they got together, when they started living with a man, the man didn't want the house cleaner coming in, but the man also didn't want to clean the house. Yes, right. And it's like, what? So these women were saying that like, you know, they lost all that free time. Yeah. By moving in with someone because, you know, the the, the house cleaner is coming in. If you've ever had a house cleaner, like they can do what will take you five, six, seven hours. to They could do in two hours. Yeah. Right. Because they're professionals.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like you're losing all that extra time. You Now you have and
1: then you have another dirty ass person. Yeah,
0: making things dirtier. And so you're yeah. using more time to clean and they're not cleaning. And then they bitch about Yeah. about helping. But he's so like So this, this guy
1: is realizing what his wife does now. Yeah. Amazing. And they
0: talking about Yeah.
1: <laughs> they should go right back and interview that wife.
0: Yeah. Some men are claiming like they do at least 50% of the homeschooling, but only 3% agree that their spouse is doing. (laughs) Oh, wow. So self-reporting these guys, like that's the thing. Guys think that they are self-reporting. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's the worst kind of report. Yeah. They think that they're doing a tremendous job and it's just like, you know, this is like the, the mediocrity coming out. This like their yeah. assessment of what they're doing is fantastic and it's really just they, they did the dishes one night
1: yeah I, I mean I'm, I hope it, so this guy has started a little self reflection let's, <laughs> let's hope that it for the sake of his marriage and you know that and his family that he's setting a good example and will catch on and actually like pitch in yeah but my fear is that once this is over a lot of people will be like phew that's <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. out of here <laughs> I found an um, interesting piece of information today: is that people aren't having kids anymore. Apparently, well, yeah. apparently, it's women are having a. It's like one point seven kids, which is below replacement. Oh no, kidding! Yes, well, you know what? When you create a a situation like the one you're talking about, and it's it's prevalent, yeah. um, and the economy has been a shit for like a couple of decades now, it, it's hard pressed to. To get women to have, you know, two and three kids.
0: Yeah, it's it's true. Cause, when like, they're
1: afraid that they won't be able to do everything themselves and they think they might have to.
0: Yeah, because you can't depend. They realize they can't depend on the guys to be a good father. Or
1: and husband. the government
0: is not supportive. Right. And the laws are not set up that way because no. the, there is the mommy penalty and the daddy bonus. Yeah. Like at work, if you are a man and you have kids, you are seen as stable and serious, and they tend to promote you faster. Uh, Which is so bizarre. and women, if you have a child, it's like, oh, she's just going to be watching this kid; she's yeah. going to be gone soon.
1: And it's interesting you we think about that how it affects men who are in the LGBTQ plus community. Oh yeah, like now they can marry, but not everybody chooses to do so. You know the, but how did that affect them? Yeah. Being the single, you know, the single guy in the office,
0: right? Interesting. Right.
1: So, all right. What do you have? So, um, I have something here for robot news. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is it's robot plus AI equals craziness. So, this is a robot assistant that they're trying to develop that can guess what you want. Oh what! First of all, the thing looks frightening. The bottom of it looks like it's so you an just industrial... say they, they
0: make a guess, and you're like, "That was it. Go out, go away." <laughs> it's the this bottom looks amazing. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the bottom is an indu looks like an industrial floor cleaner, and the top looks like the it's got <clears throat> the pecs and arms of a guy from the Jersey Shore who just <laughs> does like the glamour muscles, yeah. and then it's got like a weird head that looks like Wally. Oh no! All right, so. Basically, the robot is supposed to work in factories uh, and help people lift things, but it they want the robot to watch the factory workers, like the warehouse workers, <clears> and learn, and then try to anticipate what they might need next.
0: Okay. So it's just basically observing <laughs> and then following with the next step.
1: Mm-hmm. We like to call this getting ready to steal your job <laughs> in the human world. <laughs> So it's an ambitious project, says Graham Deacon, robotics research fellow at Ocado Technology. They didn't want a robot that would just respond to commands. They wanted the machine to actually anticipate what the technician needs. The whole thing was that we will have a robot system that could kind of watch what the maintenance technicians are doing, understand what activity they were engaged in, and then proactively offer the appropriate assistance at the right point in time, i.e., would you like me just to do your job?
0: Yeah, this is happening. I mean, mm-hmm. but how effective?
1: Well, it's that 80% of the skills robots learn were from watching humans. So they've developed these robots with with AI that mimics what it sees. Mm-hmm. And you have to, it's one thing to try to program a robot to do something, especially a humanoid robot. But it's another thing to have that robot, I guess, learn in the way I guess maybe a child or a person would learn, which is to watch the same thing done over and over and over again organically okay um of course the biggest problem is as always that these robots are super strong and uh-huh. dangerous so they're trying to figure out how the robots can be near people or interact with people physically in a way that they wouldn't just kill you because right now even a robot trying to like tap your you know tap your shoulder would probably kill you.
0: Right, right, right. They, they, <laughs> right. they can't really account for like I don't know all the subtleties that are on the job. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe they can observe something that is this is the next step in the process of what you're doing, but they can't interrupt. I just think
1: about like have you ever accidentally grabbed someone too hard? Like just grab someone's arm too hard? Mhm. And or someone has grabbed you and not in a in a way that you were trying to hurt them, it's just, you know, you pressed on them too hard. That can bruise a person. Yeah. Oh God! Um, and this is you or me, you know, like a we know what we're doing, right? Right? Imagine if a robot accidentally grabbed your—I mean, they probably just ripped the damn thing off, right? Because it doesn't know. It, won't <laughs> it doesn't sense, know. It
0: won't sense your pain.
1: No, it'll be—it'll happen so quickly, you won't even know. Oh. And it's, it's interesting because even like a dog, you know, if you're playing with a dog or a cat or, or, you know, an animal, they can play with you and, you know, with a soft mouth or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. They know how to manipulate things. Well, we do, but a robot is never, I don't know how they would be able to figure that out until it was too late.
0: Right. And there goes the sign on the wall, zero, you know, (laughs) 10 days (laughs) without an accident. Oh, zero days without an accident.
1: Just zero days without a decapitation.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Again. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So they want this robot to be able to watch uh, a manual labor and then replicate that labor, but also be able to, um, they're saying they want it to anticipate your needs, but I don't think that. I think the reality is is that they just want them to be able to figure out how to do your job without you. Yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah, and the problem is, is that these things are always designed. I I find it hard to believe that anyone in robotics has ever had a real job. You know what I mean? Where they've actually so I think they've just gone they've they're really smart, really good with STEM. They mm-hmm. go to school, they go to school, they go to school, they develop a robot. Right,
0: right, right. right. But they've never had like they've never like scooped an
1: ice cream right. or they, done uh, customer
0: service. They're or, from upper middle class, they've lived at their parents' home, the mother does the mm-hmm. laundry, that kind of thing. Yeah. They've never actually done
1: anything but play. Right and invent their entire lives. So the idea of trying to get robots to do everything appeals to them. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> they don't want to have to
1: do this stuff. Yeah, right.
0: And they'll make- what's going to
1: happen when they move out of their house and the the, the mom like who's going to do their laundry? Well, obviously a robot, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, because somebody's <laughs> got to do this and they're not paying them.
1: And they don't like who are they going <clears> to <throat> ask to do it? No,
0: because if their mother did it for free, so they're like, we need a free, we yeah. need this free service.
1: I'm surprised and I'm they don't make just money off selling it too. Yeah. I'm so. surprised they just don't have these robots following their mom around mm. <laughs> to figure out what to do. I
0: know, right? What do I do
1: right? next? <laughs> yeah, now what do I do? Like, I've, there's some socks on the floor. What's going to happen? Okay, we'll watch. But oh, she's picked them up. All right, note that. Oh, that's what you do. No, that's what happens. I didn't know how it got back in the drawer. Apparently, it goes into a hamper, then it gets washed, then <clears> gets folded. Wow. Steps. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> Steps, yes. Uh, I was just throwing them out. Um, what do you have? Well, I have some advice on advice. Awesome. Advice on advice is a segment where we find advice on the internet that stinks. And it's unqualified. And we improve upon it by giving our advice on that advice. Hence, advice on advice. And yes.
0: so here we go. We got Dear Prudy. Nice. Yes. An
1: oldie but goodie. Yeah.
0: She's been around, so let's see what she's got. Yeah. All right. A, good, a really good friend of mine is a nurse who treats patients with COVID-19. Wow. Okay. She was irate about the lack of PPE until a guy she was interested in dating invited her over to his house. And then she didn't care about the PPE? He has shared custody of young children with an ex-wife, but apparently said nothing to, about, nothing to her about the, his ex-wife's approval of such an encounter. Obviously, okay. because who would consent to such thing? Mm -hmm. I know she's lonely. I know she wants to have sex, but I was appalled that she would even consider this invite defying the rules of lockdown. We're all following in no small part to make healthcare workers like her safer. I've lost respect for her and I'm angry with her. She thinks I'm overreacting. Who's right?
1: This is a tough one because the woman is stressed out. Yeah. Right? Yes, we can agree that what she did was unsafe. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't know if I would go so far as to say like, it's morally wrong. You know what I mean. Like, yeah. I don't want to make that kind of judgment on it. I don't know if you need to lose respect for the woman. Yeah, <laughs> like it's hard for people out there who knows how long it's been for this woman. Tell you know every interaction she has with someone is fraught with tragedy.
0: Yeah, it's a life and death, and she is under a tremendous stress.
1: Yeah. And And I'm sure a lot of people are acting out in ways that they didn't expect themselves to be.
0: Yes. An emotional turmoil will do that to you. Like you'll suddenly do something. You're like, I don't even know who I am anymore.
1: Yeah. I mean, I might suggest to this woman, I might express concern, Mm -hmm. right. And be like, what's going on with you. This isn't you. This isn't the kind of, this isn't what you do. I understand that you're stressed out. Um, and, And then follow that up with, here's a vibrator or something, (laughs) you know know what I mean? Like send, send it to her home, you know, put together a little care package because if this woman needs that kind of relief, we can't say that that's not legitimate.
0: Yeah. And maybe she, but there are
1: other ways to get it.
0: Yeah. But also it's the idea of like, maybe she finally found somebody she likes and she's like, every moment is precious and who knows what's going to happen next. And if she's she, dealing with death every day. Yeah. And she's got a chance at happiness. She's not going to, she doesn't want this guy to get away. Yeah. And it needs that, that human companionship at this time.
1: Okay. You made it nicer than I did. I just, I went straight to the carnal, but yes, yeah. that
0: too. You know, <laughs> yes, maybe there's an emotional connection. Yeah. Cause you need emotional support, you know, yeah. it's like people are missing that as well. Um, so I, I really think that this guy is not considering the situation and he is overreacting, but she's not doing something that's safe. Of course.
1: For sure. We're not, we're not saying that, but also let's not, let's remember that it's hard for people to be perfect. Yeah. Like the example that we were talking about earlier, people like, yes, you can decide not to go to Jeep
0: beach weekend. Right.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. That's not something you have to do. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Exactly. You those know. are those are um not essential activities.
1: Yeah. And, and and we've said too that even though we're not that comfortable with the strippers with Boston and Cleo at the the Den in Cheyenne, Wyoming, uh-huh. that is, you know, yes, they're taking chances, but Right. You know, but they're also some doing something. Can't wait,
0: yeah, yeah. They're also some things have to be. They done. have the masks on. They have different rules
1: there. They have hand sanitizer. They're trying to be as safe as they can in an area where there hasn't been a lot of COVID. Yeah. Um, no, what 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 do they say? What's the advice?
0: Okay, um, before I get into the question of right action, I'd like to start by acknowledging. Everything in this situation that is true, understandable and human. Your friend is working under dangerous and stressful situation and is not receiving sufficient protection and support from her employer.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. They're not getting the the mental support either.
0: Yeah, she is lonely and overworked and hungry for human touch that's not mediated by fear and avoidance. Yeah. You are concerned and angry about the possibility that she is running a real risk and could potentially harm a number of vulnerable people because the kids are there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the best course of action you can persp- pursue is to speak to her once again, neither in anger nor in thoughtless cheerleading. I love you so much. I know you're being put in an impossible situation at work every day. And I know mm-hmm. you're lonely and and frust- and I know how lonely and frustrating isolation can be. I don't blame you for wanting to have sex with someone you like or for wanting to relax for a few hours. Yeah, right? No, really. And you're a nurse and I think you know all the risks inherent in this situation probably better than I do. So I won't belabor the point. But it is a risk and it's one that I hope you'll reconsider. I know it won't be easy decision and I won't pretend that it doesn't take a toll to have to have to commit to this kind of social isolation for an indefinite amount of time. If you want to talk through any of this with me, I'd be happy to listen. You know, feel free to leave off the last line if you don't actually think you'll be able to participate in such a conversation if your friend (laughs) (laughs) decides to meet up with this man. You are entitled to your own anger and you have a right to step back if you feel you must, but I hope you'll be able to speak in such a way that your friend can hear you. I hope she listens to you and you to her and that you're able to offer each other human Mutual support in a time where support is often in short supply,
1: and nothing about the free vibrators or
0: <laughs> no I mean she doesn't says nothing about free vibrators. That's the only oh, thing that's missing uh, from this advice that's like.
1: that would be that's how I open the conversation, yeah you know <laughs> right <laughs> I mean it's like, hey, get creative, yeah. you know. Like that's, it's a real thing for people. And and like she said, she's freaking out right now. That's hard. I can't imagine. I Look, I have never, ever wanted to be in the healthcare industry. Yeah. Um. Or any kind of care industry outside of, te- you know, unless you think teaching is caring, right? Some people do. Other people, you know, look at it differently, but that's just not me. And I don't know how these people are doing it. Yeah. So I think that they deserve extra support and, you know. Yeah, I think. And yeah, I think that there is have to be open to them making mistakes. Right,
0: right, right. especially when they're in this kind of it's like what they're trying to do is about, you know, just trying to survive it. Yeah, in such a way that they're they may not be using the best making the and best decision. Be
1: that dude was trying to help help a sister out. You know, <laughs> like he wasn't he didn't have bad intentions. Right. Exactly.
0: Right, it's not like he was trying to like you know scam her. Yeah, or he's not being like they're not being defiant. Like nobody can tell us what to do.
1: Yeah, it's like absolutely.
0: I I need I need this some
1: human touch, right? Wow. Yeah, we're in
0: it's a difficult time. We're in really difficult times, and you just got to look at what the what where it's coming from, what the behavior is, and what the intention is too. Yeah. Well,
1: I want to. I want to. Throw on a happy note here. Okay. uh, For some barnyard news. Yay. So barnyard news where we report, uh, you know, news of animals in the barnyard, out the barnyard. This is a piece of barnyard news that involves a person doing the right thing. Apparently a diver saved a, a whale calf that was entangled in a shark net. What? <laughs> it's so a lot the, of animals here, right? <laughs> so there was a diver who was okay. diving and yeah. he saw a whale calf, a young whale. A wh- oh, okay. All right. Entangled in a shark net. All right. Um, the man is only gave his first name Django. He said he came to the Animals Defense, um, because the officials were taking hours to get there. Yeah. Of, he called, they didn't they didn't show up and he was like, I saw the whale and I thought that's pretty cool. And then he said I saw the net and I thought that's not cool. <clears <clears <laughs>
0: That's Django for you.
1: That's classic Django. That's classic Django. Um, the whale was about eight to nine meters deep. And he was like, my heart was pumping. He said the whale, which looked like a humpback, looked like he had been cut up after Ooh. his pectoral fin became trapped in the shark net. Um, but, and so he, he dove down there with a knife
0: and he cut him free. Wow. That is, you know, yeah, I, I have a picture of Django in my mind now. Yeah. He's like, That's cool, dude. That's
1: not cool. I'm in Django 2020. (laughs) So, according to the Associated Press in Australia, he may be in for a fine of up to $26,000 for interfering with a shark control net. So, these nets are put up to protect sharks from getting to the shore. Well, but
0: guess what? This
1: is 2020. There are no rules anymore. Again, classic Django. He said, yeah, I'm in trouble. I was going out there to see whales. It was an expensive day, but whatever. You pay the price. I didn't think
0: about the fine. And I was thinking about the whale. Thinking about the whale. And the, and How could you not do something? Yeah, this is in the moment. You're not going to let the whale suffer because And of as the far fine. as I'm
1: concerned,
0: the whale should sue. <laughs> right. <laughs> for endangering his life. Not only that, I mean, talk about a response time going down with a knife being like i'm yeah. diving down how yeah. many meters um did he say eight meters
1: eight or nine meters now so this guy dove down you know 20 plus feet
0: i bet you yeah. like he had his wetsuit on but it was like <laughs> uh, you- it was unzippered halfway
1: it was probably like he's like i don't need this yeah <laughs> right i like to think that he had a knife like in one of those holsters on his leg. Yeah, he did. And he was like, and See, the thing. The thing that's amazing about whales is I've only encountered whales a couple times in my life. I feel like a whale would be like, oh thank god. Whoo. You know, oh, really? like uh, have yes, you, have They, they love
0: a, people. Have you been in the water with a whale? No way. No,
1: I feel like that's their territory. <laughs> like But what encounter should, have they been on a boat and you saw a whale? Yeah, I've been on um boat tours and right. i've seen the whales and they're interesting um because <clears throat> they could very easily get away from you right yeah because they're whales yeah, they can, go they can just dive or swim but they
0: don't they're just they, like they thought am. it was
1: they were having fun they were you know breaching jumping around they had one of them had a calf with it so clearly there wasn't danger right on the part they didn't feel danger. Uh, the funniest thing of going whale watching is uh, other animals. Like there were some seals or sea lions. Was it seals or sea lions? I don't remember. They were trying to get in on it, jumping up in front of the boat, trying to get people to look at them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're out here for the whales, <laughs> and they're like literally like leaping at the boat, like ah, you know, doing all this acrobatic stuff. Like, hey, look at me, look at me. It's like, mm,
0: yeah, cause really is, here for the whales. Really, that's it's their it's their playground.
1: Yeah, well, tell that to a, a seal. Yeah. I know, yeah. So yeah, a man, a Django, we give you a, a big thumbs up. Dude. Yeah, two thumbs up for Django. Thank you for listening to Hey, You Know It. Stay in touch with us during the week. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Tumblr. Go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We'll read it on an upcoming show, regardless of content. As always, we love your emails. Send us
0: an email at heyyouknowit at com with your comments, questions, and segment ideas. Emails will also be read on upcoming shows. Please tell your friends about us because you know we
1: don't advertise and let them know we can be found on iTunes at Stitcher.com and at HeyYouKnowIt.com. Thanks. After this article, hopefully they will not find the dude. Although it seems like he wouldn't care anyway. He'd be like, "Good luck getting twenty six thousand out of me." <laughs> Django got nothing. <laughs> Django. I have only have my knife and my wetsuit and this puka shell
0: necklace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. Okay. It's long hair. He's got a few. Yes. It's like, and it's several different colors of like bleach. You're right? Right, <laughs> Django.
1: Django. Django don't care about roots. He's just being <laughs> he's just he's just doing him. Yeah. I feel like he's he's only got like flip flops and his wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. because, like he's got like formal ones. Yeah. Like black ones for going out at night or like a wedding or something. Yeah. <laughs> Django. All
0: right. All right. All right, that's it. Good